show number 126 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. So, before we do anything else, yes. I want to tell you the dream I <gasps> had last night. Oh, is, is it a dream that's going to go up on the blog that's called dreamsofwilliamshatner.blogspot.com? <laughs> it could, but, you know, I instead of putting it up there, because I knew we were podcasting, I wanted to, to verbally okay, share good. it. Good, okay, good. so <clears throat> Bill was starring in a TV show uh-huh. in which he and his two sons, or two daughters, they kept changing, <laughs> and when it was daughters, I was one of them, had this plan to steal all this money he'd made, so it was like hiding it, either for taxes or from his business partners or something. Okay. So that was like the premise of the uh-huh. show. And it involved writing lots of checks for $50,000. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> in the opening teaser, this was well, That's very detailed. <laughs> yes. Um, Bill was talking to two young lovelies, uh-huh. and he made some very bombastic Captain Kirkish speech, uh-huh. and then he ended it by saying, Denny Crane. <laughs> and then, this is so amazing, I think I freaked out in my dream. <laughs> Maybe that's why the dogs were barking. Um, he like zipped up a firehouse pole. Wow. Bare-assed. Wow, that must have hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Wow, so he, he became magic. I, I, I guess, or extremely, I don't yeah. know, athletic that he could do it so fast. Wow. Bare-assed. That's amazing. So, you know, look and, at his butt. Oh, and you looked at his butt. I course. looked at his butt. It looked good. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I haven't had any dreams like that. Well, that, that was um, sort of a, a, an outstanding, <laughs> unusual... <laughs> Dreams. Well, I think you should take some notes and write it up and put it on the blog. Well, the since blog. it's recorded now, if I forget it, <laughs> <laughs> you can always go back. I and can listen, listen to, this. to it. Oh, go, that's right. Oh, yeah, you know, um, a couple weeks ago I went to the Dream Blog uh-huh. and I was reading back through a lot of dreams. I was going, if I hadn't written this, I would have totally forgotten. I had this absolutely <laughs> cool dream. This is true. I wish I had more Shatner-based dreams. Well, for a while there, I was having a lot, and yeah. now it's you know, well, it's I don't it's. Know. Died down, but you know, you still. If I'm gonna get one like once a month or something, it's something like this where he zips up a firehouse pole, <laughs> bare assed. That's a good dream to have. Yeah. Well, you, um, so do you think I should oh, um, yes. pitch that as a pilot to Bill? To anybody <laughs> other than you? Uh, I think so. I think Bill would do it if you offered him the part, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't a whole lot of work, yeah, he would do it. Well, yeah. Maybe that's what's going to happen eventually. I think one day, not too far in the future, there will be a TV show that's based on the life of William Shatner. That's not a reality show. Mm-hmm. It's like a slight morphing of his real life that's now a show, and he's going to star in it playing himself. Well, you know, he pitched a reality show about him and his family <laughs> to one of the networks. But I think it would be a lot funnier if it wasn't a real reality show, yes. if, it was, if it was scripted. But, well, but still with him. Well, you know, that's what, um, like, The Office and Modern Family mm-hmm. and Community and, and all those shows are. They're, they're, 
they're scripted, but they're supposed to be mm -hmm. reality shows because people are talking to the camera about yeah. what's going on. But imagine the life of William Shatner. That show would run forever. Mm -hmm. You'd never run out of material no. because of all the stuff that's happened or stuff that he thinks has happened <laughs> in his life. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. This is very true. That would be good. So let me just say, by way of introduction to the, the things we were talking about, again, Bill is everywhere. And I just have to, to say that... Um, I'm, I'm kind of used to the fact that Bill now pops up in places, but then there are still times when it's so unexpected that I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so um, as I was telling you, I was doing a little research about Max Headroom because right, I right. love that show and I had heard that it was going to be out on DVD finally 20 years later. So I'm just Googling and I'm watching clips and all that. And I find a clip of Bill being interviewed by Max mm -hmm. on, on a show that was on Cinemax for five minutes in 1985 or whenever it was on. So I found the clip and I posted it to the blog and people can go and watch it. It's quite good. It's short, but Bill's great. And I can't tell how much of it is scripted and how much of it was just him ad-libbing. Mm -hmm. I think the things that he did ad-lib were, were quite good. So he was definitely on. And the weirdest part was that he wasn't shilling for anything. <gasps> he wasn't pushing anything. I don't know why he was on. I, I know. I, I was waiting. I was waiting for the... And now here's William Shatner, who shortly will be appearing in... And there was nothing. It was just... Wow. They talked about Star Trek, talked about this, talked about horses, talked about dogs. That was it. Talked about T.J. Hooker a little bit. It was strange. It was really strange. Not yeah. To see Maybe it was a longer interview and the shill stuff got cut. Maybe. It's possible. But you guys should all watch it because it, it was really good. It cool, cool. So, yeah, Bill's just... Everywhere. Well, talking about Bill everywhere, um, one of the things I posted to the blog was that parking lot sign. <laughs> yes, that was great. <laughs> and the thing is, that was posted on the Shatner board under the topic, like, Bill is everywhere. And the thing is, because you don't, at least uh -huh. to me, Shat wasn't the first thing you saw, and I just saw this big parking lot sign, and I thought, oh, my God, somewhere on it does it say, my best Bill. <laughs> and then, of course, one of our listeners fixed it. <laughs> it did. <laughs> That was great. And I have to tell you, as I told you yesterday at lunch, but I wanted to share it with the listeners, that German meat enterprise <laughs> freaked me out. It is very, very weird. Yeah. Very weird. Um, I just posted something. Uh, no, I didn't even post it to the blog. I tweeted it because Bill had tweeted it. So I went and I checked it out. And um, you guys have to watch this because it's a video that's not on YouTube, I don't think. You can only watch it at My Outer Space, the thing okay, that Bill yeah. is doing. Somebody made an enterprise out of foam, and it's quite big. It's probably, I don't know, five feet long? Like the foam that those foam peanuts is made of? Uh, more like that you'd make models out of or props. Oh, okay, but it wasn't like bubble bath foam. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> okay. like, like, like foam. And they attached some propulsion to it that I couldn't quite see, probably little propellers or something. And it flew. <gasps> it's the most amazing thing. I was sitting in front of my computer going, holy shit, look, it's flying. The Enterprise is flying. A it's so good. Enterprise. It's amazing. It's so cool. And it was just somebody's project. And Bill tweeted this? He tweeted it because it was on My Outer Space. So he was uh -huh. shilling from My Outer Space, right, right. of course. But it was great. It's amazing. It's so cool to see it fly. It kind of gives you a little yeah. chill. Yeah. Hey, I tell you, um, if that meat thing flies... <laughs> I, I'm sure that's one of the signs of the apocalypse. Oh, I don't think it flies. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, 
now that Leonard Nimoy is on Twitter, I know uh, the whole world gets to watch the two of them joking with each other. So Bill has my best Bill, and Leonard ends all his tweets with L L A P. Yes, every single fucking one of them. <laughs> Not just the ones to Bill. Not just the ones to Bill. All of them. Do you think Bill knows what LLAP stands no. for? No. Not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> but it's funny to watch them tweeting each other. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I liked Leonard's tweet about Bill being Governor General of Canada. Finally, a chance to do something with your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. It is. It's just great. So, would you like to talk about this thing? Whatever. Sure. You're, we, we have only one computer today. Mm -hmm. I didn't bring mine, so... Lane well, is fully in charge of what we talk about. You sent me this link, so tell me about this link. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I've forgotten it. It is a link, and the heading is Planet of Hats. And, um... Okay. It's, it's at okay, here it is. On their wagon train to the stars, our intrepid heroes come across a planet with a single defining characteristic. Everybody is a robot, or a coward, or a gangster, or a proud warrior race guy, or a corrupt corporate executive, or a Lady Gaga <laughs> fan, or Lady Gaga, or wearing a hat. So this is a TV tropes. Yes. And it's a subsection of their wiki. Earth itself is sometimes portrayed as a planet of hats. <laughs> the defining human characteristic is often pluck, or sheer cussedness, and sometimes even diversity though bastardom is common <laughs> or misanthropic works. And, and then it, it, goes, um, it goes on, but it's just really funny. We can't have our heroes discussing euthanasia, but should they stumble across a planet of hats <laughs> where everyone who gets sick is put to death? Right, because then it's not on Earth. And then it's, it's okay. okay. Eventually the plots will run out with an entire race of identical people, so one or more of the species will have their hat fall off, <laughs> declaring my species doth protest too much. For maximum typing, the characters can also be physically uniform, as in people of hair color. <laughs> I just... That's great. And the fact that they illustrate it with a picture of Kirk and Spock from Piece of the Action is great. Yes. Just really great. But the whole idea, and I remember at one point I thought this was really odd, that they'd go to this planet where literally everybody was alike. And that wasn't mm -hmm. the unusual thing about the planet. You know, it was that they were all worshipping Baal yeah. or, or something, but the, the fact that they all had these blonde poof-de-doos or, you know, wore bath sheets. And Trek was very consistent with that. I mm -hmm. mean, they did it in every series of Trek that you ever watched. Whenever they went to a planet, everybody did, they wore hats or whatever it was. Or they, or they all wore the same type of clothing. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I think the only time we ever saw, like, variation in clothing is in Where No Man, where those two people who strolled in oh, off the beach right. <laughs> <laughs> with their tennis rackets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh red alert. <laughs> I say, throw me the ball. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Maybe that was Stevens oh, on his, you know. On his, his day off. His day off, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and that, you know. And sometimes they were like the gooniest, gooniest hats you ever saw. They were. They absolutely were. That's true. That is very true. I hadn't thought about it like this, but this mm -hmm. is absolutely right. Yep. Everybody is the same wherever you go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm thinking now about even on, um, like on Deep Space Nine when they went to Cardassia, mm -hmm. the whole planet looked exactly the same. Like there was no variation in the way the buildings looked, the architecture. Mm -hmm. 
the climb, it was like the same, planet of sameness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when does that happen? Yeah. yeah. That's great. Did someone send this to you or did you find this? I think you and I found it on when we were podcasting really? um, from the hotel oh. and we had clicked through from something else and the whole idea of the planet of hats just... Okay, because I totally don't remember this. Okay, well it just intrigued me. I thought it was a... a it's one of those wonderful phrases that, that um, micro-sizes a yeah. whole it's trope. Great. It's great. It's yes. a trope. It's a trope. That's great. Well, speaking of piece of the action, Mm -hmm. um, what I want to share with you now is uh, a link to a website that our good friend Sean Dickin sent. Oh, great. He said, I just discovered this blog, and then he directed me to a specific portion. But first, I want to show you the blog. Okay. So here it is, and it's called The Piece of the Action. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got this great, this image I love. It's so, so wonderful. So it's a picture of one of the, the Kirk dolls, and he's standing um, on a... A rocky outcropping. It's actually just a rock in someone's backyard. Yes, but you can tell that. It looks really good. It's great. It's a great action pose. And it's got nice color and everything. He, he really looks ready to spring into action. So the guy who writes it, um, he writes a lot about action figures. That seems to be his specialty. So okay. he, he buys them and he goes through them and he'll... he'll um, just show you how they're different from old ones and talk about whether they're good or bad quality. So it's pretty good, you know, and he's funny. Yeah, um, the thing I, I like about what he does, too, is that he shows these incredibly close-up pictures, mm -hmm. and some of them are posed like action shots, which right, are right. good. But I was laughing as I was going through it because, um, let's see if I can find a, a good example of this. I'm just flicking through it very quickly. When he does close-ups, sometimes it'll be a close-up of Kirk's chest, uh -huh. and sometimes... When wow. it's like he's showing the two different mirror Kirks. Mm -hmm. But in attempting to show detail on the costume, <laughs> you get a giant close-up of Kirk's crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really appreciated. Yeah, and I like how articulated it is. And yeah. It's like a cod piece. It is like a cod piece. It's pretty funny. But I love the way he poses them. He puts them in action shots. Yeah, but I mean, this is a real Kirk gesture yeah. that, that mirror Kirk is doing there. It's great. Ooh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, so you just look at that. He's got, there's Kirk, and he's holding the dagger and stuff. Yeah. Look at, they've even, like, done the muscles. Mm -hmm. Good so, work. Anyway, so this is great, and it's an, a nice little blog to look at, especially if you're into these. But the best part is that um, for an April Fool's Day post, what he did was say, um, here's a Kirk variant doll that they put out. And it's the Kirk banana. <laughs> he just took a banana and put a Kirk shirt on it. But then he went through and he posed this banana Kirk with all the other action figures. With Khan. And he put, like, the real stuff. It's his item name, a banana dressed as Captain Kirk. Manufacturer, Diamond Select Toys and Chiquita. <laughs> equals awesome. awesome. He says, in an effort to appeal to a new bunch of fans, DST designed a new line to reach the health food crowd. <laughs> Combining the coolness of Trek with the healthy, healthy wholesomeness of nature's candy seemed to be a great way of doing that. I mean, check out this never-before-seen concept art if you don't believe the concept. <laughs> which is banana plus Kirk shirt equals awesome. <laughs> so there's the banana talking to Spock. <laughs> There's the banana that's just sort of posed, and now you can see it's getting some um, spots on it because, you know, it only has a limited shelf life. So it's Deadly Years Banana. It, it's Deadly Years Banana. <laughs> this was very fun. That, yes. <laughs> uh. 
You're going to have to post, you know, one of those pictures. I will. I'll put one of these pictures. Because... So, first of all, does this count as another media conquer? <laughs> and what is the media? Is it bananas? Is it fruit? Um, I'm still wondering, is it a media conquered? I don't know. You, you know, like, if it was a potato that looked like William Shatner... <laughs> then? Yeah. Then he would have conquered food. Uh-huh. Or if it was... Um, William Shatner's face on a piece of French toast, mm -hmm. you know, all those things that the Virgin yeah, yeah. Mary has pretty much exclusively yeah, cornered yeah. the market on. Um, but a banana wearing a Kirk shirt. It's Kirk's shirt. See, it wouldn't be funny if it was just a oh. red shirt. It's only no. funny if it's Kirk's shirt. <laughs> Boy, that's a toughie. I don't know. I, I put that out there. Maybe our listeners want to weigh in on this yeah. controversial question. But I, I don't know. I, I think you could consider. I think we're, you know, with some I, of these I, things. I, I, I honestly think, you know what this is? Mm -hmm. This is original character. <laughs> and you know how some fans absolutely hate those. That's true. That's true. I can see that. Well, I think... But it, it, it so reminds me of something they would have had in one of the stupid comic books or um, or TAS mm -hmm. that they went to a planet where they were all turned into fruit <laughs> and sort of, you know, walking around. And, you know, that would be a fun topic is, you know, what, what fruit would they become? Wow, that's a tough one. I'd have to think Whatever Chekhov would become, it would still have his wig on top. It, and it would scream. It would scream. Yeah. Red shirts, you know what they would become? I don't know. Pears. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of Kirk as a banana. And so do I. Um, especially because, you know, it's so phallic. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, you know, stands so tall and all that. Mm -hmm. Fits into your hand easily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Is there is there a manlier fruit, do you think? Than a banana? Than a banana. Fruit isn't very manly, generally. Yeah, but a, a banana, that's... Yeah. And, it, you know, it fits so nicely in the costume. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And, uh, you know, a lot of actors have gotten good roles because the costume fit. <laughs> so, you know, this banana. It's good. Mm. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. I really do like it. Okay, let us take a very quick break, and there's a couple more things I want to talk about. Okay. So let's just... Um, <laughs> We'll pause and we'll be back in just a moment. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. What has Bill done for you lately? Comments to lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. Email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. This podcast recorded on a MacBook Pro with Audacity and GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the sci-fi podcast network. You found the best podcast yeah, in the yeah. universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're back. We're back. And uh, 
I, I will say that uh, for those of you paying attention on LiveJournal for the um, More Shatner group, there continues to be tons of stuff posted there, some of which I've been downloading. And people have been putting up lots of pictures. I think mm -hmm. we talked about that a little bit last time. Someone recently posted um, these two great pictures of Bill uh, hunting with a bow and arrow. Hunting? hunting. Yeah, big, big, giant cords around there. <laughs> one of them I'd seen before where he's standing up on his motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And the other one, he's sort of crouching. He's hiding behind this grass here mm -hmm. so that you can't see him. A shrubbery. A shrubbery. But he looks really good. You can see nice muscles. Oh, in yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's bare-chested. Yeah, and, and, and he's not wearing that stupid, dorky hat that he's got on in the other picture. Well, you know, that's a dad hat from the 60s. God, it's I mean, so my good. dad had those hats. Oh. But I really like um, one of the comments on here that says, um, someone pointed out that these must be the manliest photos ever taken. <laughs> Ooh. So there's another one with him sitting on his motorcycle. And I love the little caption here. Motorcycle and archery are just two of Shatner's many activities outside show business. Other sports activities include, here comes the list, skiing, Swimming, scuba diving, skydiving, car racing, tennis, boxing, fencing, and karate. He insisted on doing his own fight scenes for Star Trek, except not the one with the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and not the one where he fights Khan. Right. And not, not the one where he fights Spock with the beard. Where's your beard? <laughs> oh, man. That's, I've been thinking about that. So I just like that comment about the manliest photos. And someone else said, motorcycle archery, great sport or greatest sport? <laughs> Well, that's kind of like um, the biathlon. Yeah. You know, two uh, sports that absolutely on. don't go together. Uh, I mean, isn't there the one where you're riding on a horse and you're doing something else at the same time, too? Texting. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be illegal. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, I know there's polo, which is one thing, but then there's some other sport where you're riding on a horse and you're shooting a gun or something like that. Well, that's the biathlon is skiing and shooting. Right, but there's something. There's a horse thing. I don't know. Bill probably does it, and he's probably really, really good at it. Of so. course, of course. And he learned it faster than anybody, anybody and, else in the entire world. Yeah, but I love that list of um, sports. How many of those do you think are real? I think Bill has done absolutely all of those things. Uh -huh. um, I don't know that they are things he pursues regularly, uh -huh. but it, oh, Bill is calling again. That's <gasps> oh, my it's phone. your music. Yeah, well, he can wait. Um, I mean, I know he still rides a motorcycle, and, of course, so that's yeah. like a lifelong mm -hmm. thing. But I think Archie was something like maybe he took up for a year, <laughs> a few years, uh -huh. and then. You know, went on to this and went on to that, you know, because I think he's that kind of guy. Yeah, that's probably true. I like having that music in the background. <laughs> um, so this is great. Now, I just remembered something else I wanted to talk about, which is that somebody, um, after I posted the thing about the GQ article, which is mm -hmm. fantastic and everyone should read it, and we need to talk about that more in another show. Yes, we have to yes. deconstruct it because it's amazing. There are audio clips from it, which I've listened to, and mm -hmm. I'm going to do audio captures on them because... You can hear Bill swearing. Yay! Which is just so unusual. I mean, we've talked about this before, and I don't think I've ever heard him swear. Um, Not like that, anyway. <laughs> I've heard him bleeped. Yes. In, um, like, the outtakes where he's saying, I have to put on this fucking makeup, mm -hmm. and it's your fucking fault. In fact, I'm not even sure if that's bleeped. Mm. But I know on the set when... When he would forget a line, he would go, shit. Yeah, yeah. And they put together a whole string of clips of him just saying shit. But it was pretty funny for me to hear him go, 
fuck yeah. <laughs> and I like that. I'm going to use that little audio clip in our show because I think yes. it's good. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's... I think it's always fun to to hear him in regular conversation. Yes, yeah. To hear, you know, sometimes the words he uses are so weird. Like when he's saying "I quest," <laughs> who says "I quest"? Bill. Bill. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Language is another media conquered. Oh. I mean, we've all been using it for but, millions of years. Know, Bill. But <laughs> Bill. Bill wrestles language into submission. He really does. Bill is like. Um, the, the exception to the rule, well, well, you know, so in Alice in Wonderland, when Humpty Dumpty says, you know, I make a word mean whatever I want it to mean, mm -hmm. and of course, they do that because that's not the way language works, but that is the way language works for Bill. Mm -hmm. He uses it to mean exactly what he wants it to mean, nothing mm -hmm. more and nothing less. Yes. No matter what it meant And before. the words comply. And they have to. They have to. Because he's, he's Bill. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck so, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> So that is a great interview, and it's really great to hear him, as you said, more in conversation uh -huh. as he's telling these stories in his sort of weird roundabout way and not answering questions that he doesn't want to answer about yeah. guns and things like that. Yeah. But it's great. I really like it. Yeah. It's awesome. And if you haven't read the article, you absolutely have to. Can you scroll down? Because is that, yeah, I thought that's that, that was picture. the butt picture. That's the butt picture. Where he fell off the off. motorcycle. And then there's another one of him falling um, which is just more of a, a straight, like, mm -hmm. whoops, you dumped your bike. Yep. Yep. In fact, I think I have the magazine that those are in. Really? Yeah. Is it a, in some, it's a motorcycle It's magazine? a motorcycle magazine. Yeah, that's a great picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Phil. So I wanted to also mention... Wait, go back oh, to yes, that. Yes. Let's deconstruct that picture a little. Which one? one? Th there. Yeah. How I don't do know. you fall off a bike and end up in that position? Um, I don't know. In relation to the bike, I think um, he fell. Yeah, that one then, makes sense. And then he was rolling around trying to get up in an actiony way, and for a split <laughs> second, ended up in this very awkward position where his feet are up in the air and he's kind of balancing on his butt. So you think he was going to do one of those yes, leap to his feet? Things? Exactly. I think that's what it was. He rolled away from the bike because you can see there's a little dust here, so it's still mm -hmm. sort of in the action. And he sort of, you know, got away, and then he was just going to launch himself into the air, and he ended up looking really stupid. <laughs> I think. That makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, i got to say, I like the word action-y. That's <laughs> what he does. He's Bill. Yeah. We have to say uh, thank you to Maynard. <gasps> Maynard, you are our hero. Really? You are the wind beneath our wings. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Maynard did a Shatner-worthy shill for us on a totally unrelated podcast. But you know what makes it even better than Shatner-worthy? Mm -hmm. He wasn't shilling for himself or anything he's associated with. Yeah. He's shilling for us. us out of the goodness of his heart because yeah. we're not like paying him to do it or anything. Um, and I had tweeted, before I even listened to it, I had seen that he was going to be on, so I had tweeted it and said, oh, my worlds collide again. It's mm -hmm. like the skeptic stuff and all that, and I knew that he knew some of the Australian skeptics people, and I had just thought uh, idly as I was sitting down to listen to it, oh, wouldn't it be funny if he said something? Why would he do that? That would be silly. And then he launches into this five-minute promo for our show. I know! It was amazing! <laughs> it was great. So I posted the link on the blog, and you should all listen to it. It's a good show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, despite the fact that we get all this free publicity. So I'm wondering now if we're going to have people um, who knew nothing about us before listening to our show because Maynard said it was a good show. Well, I had dinner with a friend of mine 
uh, the other night, and she was asking me how our Shatner stuff's going. <laughs> and so I was telling her about that, and she goes, you're going to be huge in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have Australia, as we know. Our yes, yes, in Australia. yes. We have, we have several listeners yeah. in Australia. Um, one of the things I, I love about Maynard, and uh, he, he says it in that podcast, and he said it before, he refers to us as two girls. We, we like, we of really course. like that a lot. And, and then he says we do wild things all the time. I'm going, wild? Yeah. I don't well, know, a little chat my party. Well, you know, I think, I was thinking about that because you mm -hmm. mentioned it. And uh, I think in relation to a lot of other people who are involved in Trek, we actually do do things. <laughs> No, like seriously, we, we go out and do stuff. So yeah. we, we go to the exhibitions and we go seek out, you know, strange new worlds. Strange new worlds. And, you know, we went to the art gallery that had the. Uh, Bill's calling again. I know. Oh my God. We went to the He's art really gallery that had the loop of, of Kirk and right, Kissing. Right, right. We went to Shatner Weekend in Vegas. and So we do get out there. We, we try to do things. Yeah. We went to Las Vegas. You yeah. Know? Like we, we try to have real world experiences. It's not just. Sitting at my house or your house and watching episodes over and over again. Right, more than right, that. right. Yeah. So anyway, oh, thank you, Maynard. That was just <laughs> such a wonderful surprise when I, you know, get your instant <laughs> message that says Maynard is talking about us on the Skeptics podcast. I was like, what? <laughs> I know. Of course, my I am is like all caps because I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. So if you're a new listener, because of the Skeptic Zone. Um, I hope, Welcome. I, I hope we haven't freaked you out too much. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it did occur to me, and I, I made a comment on the Skeptic Zone um, page for, for that particular thing, that I feel like our podcast is very much in line with the sorts of things they talk about, because as we've discussed, you know, the Star Trek universe is, is technology-based. It's evidence-based. It doesn't rely on magic to get things done mm -hmm. the way the Star Wars universe does. And for you and I, that's very appealing. And, you know, since you brought that up and, and defined them that way, I have thought of that so many times. Um, the, the, the science as opposed to magic and, and you know, the, the strange powers that yeah. only this elite class has. It's, 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 in fact, they came down so hard against that in things like um, Plato's stepchildren. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, I mean... It, they flirted with it in a couple of other episodes, not episodes, in series, and, and Deep Space Nine was a good one. When we first got to know the Bajorans, mm -hmm. they had this whole religion, right? And they were very religious people and all that. And for uh, several seasons, they weren't really clear about that whole thing. Like, was there really a religion? Like, mm -hmm. were there gods and stuff? And then I was like, oh, they're wormhole aliens. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gods. They're aliens. <laughs> okay. Wormhole aliens. And, and, and then it, that was it. And, you know, they continued to, to let, like, it wasn't, the attitude wasn't that Bajorans are stupid for worshiping them as gods. It wasn't like that at all. It was just like, oh, they have their view and we have ours and mm -hmm. we think that they're aliens and that's fine. And they took the time to present the scientific point of view on that rather than leaving it uninvestigated and just saying, oh, they're gods. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think they've done that pretty much in every series of mm -hmm. Trek. It's, they did it a lot in TNG, and there are many episodes oh, where, yeah. you know. Well, I think that totally fits in with Roddenberry's philosophy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just th thought that was um, a, an interesting thing and possibly why there might be people attracted to the Trek universe as opposed to the Star Wars mm -hmm. universe if you're really committed to sort of evidence and science and not yeah. believing magic. So anyway, just wanted to mention that. Yeah, well, um, thank you, Maynard, and, and welcome, Aussies. 
skeptical Aussies. And if you've got stories about William Shatner that you'd like to share with us, please feel free to do so. And and please go to our Facebook page and like us. Oh yeah. It it you used to be fans, now you're likers. <laughs> likers. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. That's so weird. And it's such a Sally Field thing. I have 86 people who like, like me. me. They really um, like me. That it reminds me very strongly of a Simpsons episode mm -hmm. where um, Marge was bored with her life, and so she was looking through all the magazines, and you know there were ones that were like cleaning-oriented, which is what she would usually buy. But then the one she ended up buying was called Danger Liker. Danger? Oh, Danger Liker. Liker. Okay. <laughs> Which I thought was so funny. That is a really terrible, terrible it's name. There, it's a good Simpsons name because there are magazines that are like Cat Lover. Yes. But I like the Liker thing better. It's like danger Liker. I like Danger. I don't love I'm, it. I just, I like it. I like I'm it. a Danger Liker. <laughs> so you so you're Butt Likers. You're Butt Likers. <laughs> which not is lovers, just, just likers. Close to Butt Lickers, which is not pleasant. So... <laughs> Um, have we other things that we need to cover here? Uh, I'm trying to think. New stuff on the blog all the time. Got to keep checking there. Yep, yep. And um, apparently a lot of people want Bill to be Governor General of Canada. Uh-huh. Yeah. That'll never happen. That'll never happen, but it's fun and interesting mm -hmm. to follow. And um, I'm trying to think because I didn't bring my computer. Yeah. I don't have well, all my stuff. Um, but um, we haven't heard much news about um, the shit my dad says. No, they filmed the pilot, mm -hmm. and um, the, the little bit more I have found out is that show was developed by the people who developed Will and Grace, mm -hmm. and the pilot was directed by James Burroughs. So it should be awesome. Who has directed many, many wonderful sitcoms, mm -hmm. episodes of sitcoms, and. Uh, and on the set, they were calling the show Bleep My Dad Says because they hadn't quite figured out what it mm -hmm. should be. Well, I sure hope. Well, I hope we see it. Mm -hmm. I really hope we see it. And I hope it goes to cable so that we can have all the bleeping left in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think even if they don't pick it up, that uh, pilot will be leaked to the, the interwebs. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and, and I just remembered, yes, there is one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, uh, my friend Logan, whom I work with, gave me a little independent comic by a guy he knows who's a comic book artist. It's quite funny, and it's called um, Kool-Aid Gets Fired. And it's a story about um, the Kool-Aid pitcher yes. gets fired from his job because they replace him with a CGI Kool-Aid. Oh, no. It's quite good. It's, it's, you know, sort of like he's got all this money, and then he blows it all, and then he gets involved in a paternity suit with Mrs. Butterworth, and then he falls on hard times, and he's doing drugs, and... And then it's him going back. But there's a whole section where his agent tells him that he should become a serious actor. So there's a whole bunch of scenes of him auditioning for things. Yeah. And in two of them, um, he does the audition. And you see the director saying, oh, thanks, next. And the one director guy says to the other, can we get William Shatner for this? <laughs> <laughs> and then in the next one, it's for something even more ridiculous. And, and the different director says, is William Shatner available? <laughs> <laughs> <Bill's> everywhere. <laughs> But again, I'm not surprised. It was just, it was funny. Well, you know, um, <laughs> in, in a lot of the fiction I've been reading lately, mm -hmm. you know, mysteries and, and, you know, just general fiction, things that aren't sci-fi, Star Trek is such a part of our culture now that there are references to it in literature. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they'll say, oh, she had a hairdo like somebody on Star Trek, or, you know, I thought I was on the Enterprise, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And it's it's just it's everywhere. Amazing that you know that that needs no explanation mm -hmm. at all. That's great. 
So, listeners, send us more. Send us more stuff where Bill is showing up because he is everywhere, and mm -hmm. we're only two people. We can't keep track of everything all the time. I don't know. Well, Bill has, you know, like a, a whole entourage of people mm -hmm. to keep track of him. Yeah. And, and as you say, we're only two. We're only two people, so we need your help sending in links and little things that you see in the paper and everything else because we have to do it. Someone referred to our website, the blog, as a clearinghouse for information on William Shatner, and I kind of like that. I like that, too, and it makes it sound so much classier it than does. it is. It does. It's like, when I get around to posting shit, I find about Bill. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, stay tuned because we're going to put up one of our wonderful interviews yes. following this little uh, segment. Yes. And I don't know who it will be. I don't remember, but I'll look for. And I was going to say, I don't remember any of that. So when I listen to it, it's like, oh, yeah, that was so fun talking that to that awesome. person. Yeah. So um, that's our show for now. Yeah, and we'll be back with even more stuff. And uh, maybe next time we should, I don't know, watch an episode or something. Yeah. Just for the hell of it. That Just for the hell cool. of it. All right, very good. All right, listeners, keep sending in that email and keep looking at his butt. We're recording. We're recording. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Kitty. Hello. And Hello, Kitty. This is Lena. Yay. So, uh, well, we wonderful to talk with you. The first thing we have to say is, top of the Shatmoy. Hey, top of the Shatmoy to you. That's, that's our official Shatmoy greeting. That's wonderful. And um, we want to, to ask you three questions. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and see what you have to say. And we're going to try to keep it to about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. No worries. Okay, so the first question is for the the small guys. Um, what was your first? What's your first memory of of Star Trek, or how did you get involved with it? Okay, uh, my first memory of Star Trek is my mother insisting that she rounded up my sister and myself to make sure that we watched it every Saturday night. Wow! Wow! <laughs> I was four years old. My sister was six. And yeah, that goes back to 1966, and we've been the whole family's been Star Trek fans oh, ever since then. I'm so jealous. I am the only real <laughs> Trekkie in my family. Oh, that's no good. Well, you know, <laughs> although, although my my elder brother is actually a Doctor Who fan rather than a Star Trek fan, but you know, sometimes these mixed uh, relationships work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like interfaith or anything. Yeah. Now, That's now, right. I, I, I want to know now, you know, um, we've heard us talk about this on the show, but for for Americans, there was a period starting in the 70s through the 80s and, and even now where Star Trek was on in syndication, which meant it was on almost every day at the same time, sometimes at 6 o'clock in the evening or 11 o'clock. Yep. And that's yep. how a lot of people got into it. Was it the same in Australia? I don't recall it being in syndication. I, I recall it uh, being on of a Saturday evening mm -hmm. and then disappearing. And then in the 70s, uh, there was a gentleman in Victoria who bought a lot of episodes and started showing Star Trek marathons. 
And uh, that's where I got to see most of the episodes that, that I saw. And that's where I remember them all. And I guess I was probably about 14 at that stage. And that's where I met my future husband. And we produced two Trekkie sons. Oh. <laughs> what, what, what a wonderful accomplishment that you should be so proud of. Oh, we're very proud, very proud. And Kieran, Kieran, number two son, probably knows more about Star Trek than I do. Oh, how old is he? <laughs> He's 18, just turned 18. I, and it, is he into original series or the new track? He, he likes it all. He likes it all. But he's like me. He prefers uh, original series and Voyager. Oh, very, very good. Oh, very good. That's fantastic. Now, did you get to also see all of the movies when they came out? Yes, saw all of them probably in the first week that they that they opened. And saw most of them with my sister or, and or my ex-husband, yeah. Okay, and which one is your favourite? Uh, oh, golly, um, probably Search for Spock. Yeah. Oh, I like that one a lot too. I love, yeah, I love that one. And um, and I must say that the Final Frontier is growing on me enormously. Oh. Now I've learned how to watch it with fast-forwarding through the bad bits. <laughs> yeah, remember the bad old days where you just had to watch it? <laughs> I know, that's hideous. Can't do that anymore. No. <laughs> no, you know, we haven't been asking, but I, I want to ask now, have you seen the new movie? Yes, I have, and I'm afraid I'm not with you, girls. I'm I'm a big fan. Oh, um, I I love I love what what all of them have done. There are certain things about certain characters, you know, that I'm not a hundred percent with. But I think the spirit of what uh, what the original cast were doing, I feel that very much in the new movie, and and I think that it was such a a strong creative effort from all the people involved that I'm I'm more than happy with it. Watch it a lot. Oh, <laughs> and actually, the more, the more that I watch Chris Pine's performance, the more I enjoy it. Okay, maybe he will grow on us. I hope so. I hope so. That's great. All right. Now. And, I mean, let's, fa- let's face it, he had the biggest pair of shoes in the world to step into. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's true. Yeah. A, a legend. He had to live yeah. up to a legend. A legend, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, speaking of legends. Yes. Next question. What do you love about Bill? Oh God! <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> what is not to love? Um, look, I was a Spock girl when I was a teenager, um, and I only really discovered the the pure <laughs> awesome of Bill Shatner in the last couple of years. And you girls have been, you know, highly uh, involved in that. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but mission let's, accomplished. Let's face it. <laughs> That's it. Let's face it. He's got the most beautiful face that's ever been put on a man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a gorgeous body. He's got an incredible butt. <laughs> All these he's, things are true. Yes. Yes. He's he's an awesome actor who you know whatever whatever he puts his acting talents to is going to engage people one hundred percent. So yeah, I, and I, I've been in and around theatre all my life and. Um, I just, yeah, I love him as an actor. Now, what have you seen um, that he's been in outside of Trek that you really like? Well, of course, I'm I'm a member at More Shatner, Yet Less Shame. Oh, and- I love that site. <laughs> so there is a treasure trove of wonders there. Uh, recently, I've watched the one with um, uh, Doug McClure. Oh, the Virginian, yeah. The Virginian, which is really a lot better with the sound down. <laughs> Was this the one 
one where they just kept digging for gold yeah. for long periods yes. of time? But yeah, it was it was it was a ripping yarn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and also the oh the 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 oh the uh, the girl one um, where he had the moustache. Uh, a Quaker girl. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, oh. they, I have it. We okay, have we just haven't gotten around oh, to it. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible, but Bill's gorgeous in it. Even with a mustache, eh? Yes, yes, with his, his, he's got his 70s porn stash going. Oh, look, he's just walked in the room. William Shatner? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no, but Australia's version of William Shatner, Captain Awesome, my number two son, Kieran. Oh. Would you like would you like him to say, look at my butt in Australian Shatnerian? Yes, yes, please. Yes, please. Okay, I'll, I'll hand you over to him. One second. That's great. <laughs> so we're going to hear from Kieran. Uh, good afternoon. Hello. Top of the Shatmoy to you, Kieran. Uh, please, please, you give me too little credit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are we all feeling today? Oh, we're happy. I have a big glass of Guinness, which I've just drunk, and I'm going to fill it up again in a minute. Excellent, excellent. So you're going to um, say, look at my butt in... No, look at his butt. No, he's look doing it. Look butt. at my butt? Okay. In Australian Shatnerese for us, is that right? Shatnerese was, look at my butt. <gasps> That's very good. That was very good. <laughs> That's great. You think we can fool people? You think we could trick them into thinking that was really Bill? You know, Don't mess with people when it comes to my butt. <laughs> <laughs> We need you to record a whole bunch of these and send them to us, and we'll, um, we'll drop them in the show. We'll drop them in the show. You can be like our <laughs> announcer. Yeah. That's really good. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was great. That was wonderful. Well, Mary, Mary Shatmoy. Yeah. Oh, Mary, Mary Shatmoy. Here's Mom. I'll <laughs> okay. give you back to Mom. Bye. There you go. I'm back again. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. That was really, oh, that's really good. good. We want yeah, him to record a bunch of stuff and send it to us, and we'll use it. Yeah, he can be oh, our announcer. Absolutely, yeah. He's got a lovely voice. Yeah, when, we, when we go on tour, he can go with us. Uh -huh. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and the the elder, the elder son also does a fantastic Shatner impression. I can't do it at all, but both the both the boys have grown up with him. They discovered Star Trek on their own too. Really. Yeah, well, with you cable television. Right. Yeah, cable <laughs> television, and they said, "Oh, what's this? Oh, this looks good." <laughs> Very good. Oh, that's great. Um, yep. Let's see. Look, getting back to um, other things that Bill has been in, um, you guys have gotten Boston oh, Legal, um, right? Yes, Boston Legal. Yes, Kieran and I actually box setted Boston Legal at uh, the end of last year. Uh, we did the whole five series in a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Which was awesome. And we finished with cigars and scotch on the front oh. veranda. Oh, how wonderful. It was. It was a mother and son bonding experience. Yes. Oh, that is <laughs> so cool. And, you know, the other, the other one is the Brothers Karamazov. I absolutely adore that. You know, I have that, and I have not gotten around to watching it. Oh, but I love I, it. But I want to. Yeah, it it's his, a great... his very first movie. It's his very first movie. He looks so young and fresh in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's gorgeous in it, but also it's, a, it's just a great movie. Yeah, really enjoyable. Well, we're going to have to watch that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, oh, look, uh, at, uh, Over the Hedge is another of my favorites. Yeah, I liked Over the Hedge, too. I thought he was very good. It, uh, it, it was. They, they really managed to build that little character around him in some nice, subtle ways. 
And, Absolutely. Um, and with the scenes that it, his, he's the daddy opossum with the daughter, mm-hmm. he has some it's nice, beautiful. Touch, nice touching yeah. scenes where, you know, he's very fatherly and very caring and, and a little crazy yeah. at the same time. It's good. <laughs> yes, it helps for him to be a little crazy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary. No, never, never. That's so, it. <laughs> third question. Yes. Um, that, which we're asking everybody. So um, you've been listening to the show. What would yes. you like to hear more of on the show or something that we haven't done yet, perhaps? Okay. Um, I was, uh, I've actually been re-listening to the show, uh, Walking to Work, in, on my MP3. And um, do you know what I'd like? A, a, a few more reviews of Star Trek episodes. Oh, you're the second person that's asked us yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I really, really enjoy that. And it's, you know, it's that sort of family feel, really. <laughs> Plus, we get to lust over Bill you know, right. in minute detail. <laughs> Is there a particular episode you'd like to? Uh, oh yes, have us... oh yes, yeah. Uh, a taste of Armageddon. Oh, okay. okay. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, that's my number two episode. What's your number one? Oh, you should be able to guess. Mirror, mirror. <laughs> <laughs> that's everybody's favorite episode. That's everybody's favorite episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we might be watching it this weekend. Oh, excellent, yeah, excellent. We're kind of revved up for that. That, yes. that is amazing. Well, um, I was telling Kitty the other day that uh, there's a website called TrekCore. We've talked about it on the show before. Yep. And yep. they now have a whole set of um, screen caps from Mirror Mirror in Blu-ray. And oh, nice. amazing. I mean, they're oh, Nice. Like, I'll have to visit that. It's <laughs> incredible. And, and I, I sent her several links to it where... It's where um, Kirk is talking to Marlena in his quarters, and the lighting is perfect, and he's got his arm. His arm. I know his arm is just incredible in that scene. I've taken a number of screen caps of that. And, of course, you're familiar familiar with my work on the EVEs. Yes. 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 I feel it's a a public service that I perform. Well, you know, a scene. I'll keep finding them, girls. (laughs) Good. A scene from Mirror Mirror was featured on our first Hello. anniversary cake when we immortalized That's Bill right. in ice cream cake. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we ate it and it was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have really enjoyed talking to you. And oh, it's been a pleasure for me. You know I love the show. Yes, we do. And we want to <laughs> thank you for, you know, all the wonderful work you do and, <laughs> and the, the messages. And we, we love it all. And it's, it's just really great. Now we can't put a, a face with the name, but we can put a voice with it, which yeah, is great. It's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. That's wonderful. And I know what you look like. <laughs> You've tried to hide, but, you know, I know what you look like. And can I just say a big hello to Mrs. Starbuck in England? Okay. Okay. Is she a friend She's of listening Mrs. In. Bad Crumble? Sorry? I said, is she a friend of Mrs. Bad Crumble? <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> Um, well, actually, yeah. actually, she says, uh, she says, well, uh, we, we're going to get T-shirts printed up. She's a slut for Spock, and I'm kinky for Kirk. Oh, <laughs> that's really pictures. Good. We are going to need yeah. pictures. And, yes. Know, um, you know how we give out homework sometimes to our listeners. Yes. Um, yep. I- I'm going to give you specifically okay. a little bit of homework to do. Um, yep. I know you're very active in the Moore Shatner group, and yes. um, I-, I just I want you to evangelize all those people to get them to listen to the show. I know some of them do, but, yes. but I feel like they they if they knew about this show and they listened to it, they would be in love with it. I absolutely agree. 
So I, and I, I will do that for you. Okay. I, it feels a little crass for us to come on there and say, <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but we're That's not right. above I'll, I'll asking you to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so no, hit, no problem. We're going to hand that off to you. All right. Very All good. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, Mary Shatmoy to you, Di. Yes, Mary, Mary, Mary You too. Okay. Bye-bye. See you, girls. Bye. Bye.